Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray. Happy Monday, Monday, Pops. And the same to you, Hanson. How are you feeling today? Uh, You know, I'm not feeling 100%. All right. You know, 90, 92, 93%, somewhere around there. I don't know. I feel like I might be getting sick. I don't know. Hmm. But I'm here, buddy. I'm here. Well, we're glad you're here, but I definitely want to make sure you don't get sick. No one wants to see a sick Papa Shevska. We also don't want to see sick supply chains anymore and production lines. And unfortunately, we're going to be spending some time talking about the latest headlines coming out of Toyota. This came out three days ago now. They cut their full year forecast for vehicle production, which is not a good sign. So we'll spend some time talking about that. We also have, Dad, another car dealer suing an OEM. Wanted to spend some time chatting about that as well and quarterly earnings we got more quarterly earnings we're going to talk about what's going to happen at gm and over at hyundai sound good deal yeah you know i i love the fact that you that you spend absolutely no time with me prior to the show so that i i might know what we're talking about today yeah none okay good it's called independent (laughs) study all right dad before we do let's just jump into the chat real quick good morning to al good morning to april good to see you mike justice juan todd alex Susanna's here with us we got lots of folks with us pops ashley's here always love to see it let's jump into the toyota news and start here first okay ready yes the headline reads Toyota to cut full-year production target on chip shortage the automaker said it expects to lower its global production schedule amid global supply chain upheaval toyota had stubbornly clung to their goal of churning out nearly 10 million vehicles in their current fiscal year that being said they sadly are going to be decreasing the number of vehicles they expect to actually produce as recently as september toyota said it wanted to manufacture 900,000 vehicles in september through november unlikely to happen they actually think it's going to be closer to 800,000 for some of the months and 850,000 so we continue to see that toyota struggling more yes. than some of their peers because we've actually seen inventory levels at some of the dealers or excuse me some of the oems increase what do you think it might be possible that the reason toyota's struggling more than others is because well, traditionally, they've always produced more than others, so that they've needed more supplies than others. And when there's a shortage of supplies, well, it's going to impact those who produce the most. I have a theory. I actually think that Toyota, unlike potentially some of their peers, is retaining some quality standards (laughs) that they don't want to actually put crap on the road. That's my two cents on this one, because I agree with you. Magnitude to scale. The more you need, the more challenging it's going to be. But also the more you need and the bigger the buyer you are, the more bargaining power you have. So you'd expect they'd be able to get what they want. I think it may have something to do with they want to make sure the highest quality product goes out on the road and they're not cutting corners versus, and I'm not just making stuff up, Ford is cutting quarters. Hyundai and Kia are cutting quarters. We will probably see more and more quarterly earnings that talk about increases in warranty work and recalls. Like that's cutting corners, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I I don't know. I I, I just you know even though they're the largest manufacturer or one of the largest manufacturers out there, um, and they and that magnitude of scale, 
uh, allows them to almost dictate to their suppliers. But if their suppliers can't get the raw materials that they need to produce the parts that ultimately they end up shipping the Toyota, it doesn't matter that you're the largest in the world. It matters what every one of your suppliers can get their hands on. 100%. And, and, and so... Um, yes, you could say, hey, well, you know, we're your biggest and best customer. And they'll look at you and go, we know you are. <laughs> but if we can't get our hands on this stuff, we can't produce it for you. Let's take a peek, Dad. 11 lines in eight plants out of 28 lines in 14 plants are being suspended in Japan. Okay. So it's still massive. I mean, we could have led with a headline, which is more than 50% of Toyota's production offline. I mean, truly massive scale in terms of what's offline. However... That being said, let me scroll down. Let me scroll down right here. Dad. Yes. We had good news in August. Yes. In August, Toyota's global consolidated output climbed 40%. Again, we could, be, we could leave with that to 885,812 vehicles, riding a 61% surge in overseas production. Overseas production. So that's, you know, I guess the, the, the real production problems are hitting, hitting them hardest at home in Japan than they are, say, in North America or Europe. Absolutely. Yeah. No, uh, without a doubt, the most significant impacts to Toyota's production have been domestically in Japan, overseas. They figured things out a little bit better. That being said, all of those Asian brands are the ones that are struggling the most with yes. inventory. Hyundai and Kia, Subaru, Mazda, the list goes on and on. Those are the folks that are struggling the most with inventory. Absolutely. And it appears as if they will continue to. All right, Dad, let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about Q3 earnings before we jump over to dealers suing OEMs and always interesting topic we have cox automotive's estimates for q3 performance from hyundai yeah the most important stuff here in my opinion the most important stuff here one is and we talked about this on a yaa youtube uh, video provisions of two billion dollars for yes. major recalls so again when we talk about quality control hyundai kia has over two billion dollars that they've set aside just for the quarter in terms of losses that they expect because of quality control issues we have sales increasing a little bit year over year for most of their brands. But mm -hmm. most importantly, Dad, where is it? Yeah, here you go. Incentive spending. Let me zoom in here. Hyundai Motors slash third quarter incentive spending by 76% year over year to less than $450 per vehicle. Wow. Among the lowest in the industry, according to Cox Automotive calculations, and well below the industry average of $1,000 uh, $1,079 per vehicle. In contrast, the automaker spent nearly $3,500 per vehicle five years ago. Yes. So five years ago, when they were producing um, um, good-looking but but somewhat crappy cars yes. uh, with quality issues, it, it required them to, to uh, incentivize their customers to buy those cars to the tune of about $3,500 per transaction. Today, they produce um, attractive-looking, uh, crappier vehicles. <laughs> and it only costs them $500. And it's costing them less than $450 to convince, to convince people that they need to buy these good-looking but even crappier quality-issue vehicles. Um, so, uh, yeah. And, and then to have to set aside an extra $2 billion dollars um, to cover these crappier, lower quality vehicles. I mean, that that's a that's a real issue. I want to pull something up on the screen because it ties in with the Toyota news and what you just discussed about Kia excuse yes. me, Hyundai as well. John says, is this deliberate to control price? And I've thought for the longest time, no, it can't be deliberate to control price. Did you see earnings 
coming out from TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor, warns of weaker demand despite profit surge. Why would the world's leading uh, semiconductor uh, uh, fabricator, producer, TSMC, manufacturer, manufacturer thank yeah. you, say that demand is falling off when we have all of these automakers who are supposedly <laughs> being impacted by the chip shortage? Does that, that doesn't compute in my mind, Dad. Well, it, it does to a degree. Yeah. And here's the degree that I see it when it comes to the automobile industry. As we know, the chips that are used, the legacy chips that are used by most of the legacy manufacturers are the older style uh, chips that are the lowest profit margin chips. So the question that one would have to ask is what what they're seeing in, in their sector is it the more expensive chips that's that are having weaker demand yeah are the are the higher technology uh items seeing weaker demand because my, my suspicion is that the they're not building their business per se on producing the chips for, for the, the automakers yeah i get exactly. it i totally get it yeah so that that's and 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 what it points out if I may, is that demand for all goods is softening, except yeah. for, you know, the goods that we need to sustain life, per se. <laughs> yeah. Um, so things like cell phones, televisions, um, appliances that that are more of a want than a need. Uh, yeah, I think we're seeing a slowdown across the board in in people spending the money for those one items as opposed to the need items. And if that's the case, then yeah, you are going to see weaker demand for those more expensive chips. Definitely. I, th yeah. I think that totally makes sense. Let's also though juxtapose it pops. Oh, I love to juxtapose by the reality, which is if demand is, excuse me, if supply is lower yes, and prices are higher, that average transaction prices across Hyundai motors brands. Let's read this line for line. And then we're going to look at GMs next. This okay. is damning. Hyundai Motors' average transaction price across its three brands was $36,408, up 9% from a year ago. Wow. A 9% year-over-year increase in Hyundai product cost. Genesis' average transaction price was $61,643. Their GV, or excuse me, their G90, Dad, is nearly a $100,000 car for a <laughs> Genesis. Holy. The Ionic 5. Yes. Talk about EVs for a moment here. Considered a somewhat affordable EV, being well below average uh, average, average transaction price in the segment, the average transaction price for an EV is around $66,000. Yes. Had the highest average transaction price for the Hyundai brand at $54,662. Showing just how affordable they really are. Palisades rose 5% to over $50,000. And here's the kicker, Dad. Yeah. Elantra's had the biggest percentage increase in average transaction price, up 11% to $27,200. That's crazy. The new average transaction price on the entry-level Elantra is a $27,000 That used to get car. you a nice Sonata. Like Hyundai, Kia's electric EV6. If there was such a thing as a nice, a nice Sonata. Sonata. yeah. Yes. EV6 was at $57,000. Telluride increased 3% to nearly $50,000. The Carnival minivan was at $44,000. And the Sportage, yes, which is their high volume SUV, SUV, yes, had a twenty-one percent increase in average transaction price year over year to thirty-six thousand six hundred and twenty dollars for the entry-level high volume SUV. 
well, there you have it. That 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 would be enough to. Uh, so are they maybe you know not producing? I don't know. Average transaction price is up twenty one percent. I'd probably not produce cars too. My spend on incentives is down seven thousand percent or whatever the freaking <laughs> math is, right? Like it's not that hard to do the math. Let's look at GM really quick, and yeah, then okay. we'll, we'll jump back to the chat. GM, yeah, sales up twenty five percent year over year. Good for them. Good for them. Let's scroll down. Incentive spending. GM drastically reduced incentives again in Q3. Total incentives were down 55% to an average of $1,353 per vehicle. The only one of these we're going to do this week that looks good is Stellantis when it says like $3,000 per vehicle. (laughs) Pre-2021 incentives for the quarter ranged from $4,700 to $5,500 per vehicle. So they've come down significantly. Buick incentives dropped the most down 76%. Wow. GMC had the next biggest drop down 64%. Chevy's incentives dropped 48%. Cadillac incentives dropped 57%. Let's look at average transaction prices, Deb. To get into a General Motors product, yes. you are going to pay north of $51,000. let us just agree to call it $52,000 on average. Okay. By comparison, GM's average transaction price in Q3 of 2017 was $40,000. So we're talking $12,000 difference. In five years. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess stuff's just getting way more expensive. Chevy's average transaction price is $48,782. Oh that, that's the entry-level brand. That's the entry-level brand. Suburbans yes. are up to $73,000. Oh Tahoe's up 11%. The Silverado. Yeah. Is up 14% average transaction price year over year. The Silverado is a $60,000 truck. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question that I ask all the time. Yeah, who can buy these vehicles? Who can actually afford a Silverado pickup truck if the average transaction price is sixty one thousand or sixty thousand four hundred dollars? How do you make a monthly payment on that? How do you? I mean, I just. At a certain point, don't the prices have to come down so people can actually afford to buy them? Are there really enough buyers still out there at those prices that that they can afford not to lower the pricing of the vehicles? Seriously, I, isn't that I, wild? I, yes. I mean, between my Social Security yep. and what you pay me, yeah. I make a, a, a relatively comfortable living. Yeah. I could not afford to buy one of those pickup trucks. No. I could not afford to buy a Hyundai Ionic 5. No. And I don't have a lot of expenses. <laughs> okay. I, and I'm a single person, not by choice. Okay. But, you know, how do, how do, how do people that have a wife and two kids and, a, and two dogs and a cat Okay, how do they do it? I, I just I, I I can't believe that there's enough people out there still that that these manufacturers haven't said to themselves, we need to lower prices, damn it. We need to be able to 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 become more affordable to more people. I, I it's just it's just beyond my comprehension. And and there's nothing that indicates so far huh. that those prices are going down. 
I think we might see that in the future. <laughs> well, um, we are starting to see, to be clear, because of the lack of demand, and this is primarily driven by interest rates, we are starting to see dealers be more aggressive with incentives, and some of those are incentives that are funded by OEMs. We are yeah. seeing MSRPs skyrocket, like truly skyrocket. Yes. I had a gentleman, let me see if I can pull it up really quickly. I think I can. Give me a second. Give me a we'll second. give you all the time you need because, you know, that's the kind of people that we are. We, you know. We, we we all understand that these shows are not well planned. Um, so here's an example. Yes. This was sent in on Instagram, Dad. Okay. 2023 Ford F-150, exclusive $4,000 off MSRP promotion. Wow. Okay, so that's in my Instagram DMs. And then there was also this. I think it's this one. Yep. Here, Dad, that is the base price of a Dodge Challenger in 2020. Yes. MSRP $38,995. Base price of the same uh, Dodge Challenger in 2022. $45,845. Just up seven grand. You're not going to be able to read that. I'll have to pull it up on the screen here. Mm. But that's exactly what we're seeing is MSRPs are going through the roof. Yes. Through the roof. So average transaction prices, of course, are still going up. And that's partly a result of dealer markups. But, but, average, but, you know, but, but average transaction prices are based starting off of MSRP. If the MSRP has gone up $7,000, of course, the average transaction price is going to go up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, if if the MSRP had stated $35,000 or whatever, $38,000, then, of course, um, average transaction prices wouldn't have gone up nearly as much. Yep, yep. All right, let me pull this up on the screen. I've got it here on my computer now. At least I think I do. Well, gosh, we hope you do. Documents? Oh, I don't know. I don't there know. it is. Let me pull it up on the screen so everyone can see. This was that challenger that I was talking about a moment ago. 2020, yep. $38,995 MSRP. 2022 at the bottom, 45845 And we, we're seeing that with all the OEMs. Yes. All of them. Yes. All right, let's jump back to GM and talk about average transaction prices there just a bit more. So, for example, Dad, Cadillac. Okay. Holy sh... Hmm. The average transaction price of an Escalade is $111,000. Oh, that's the ESV, excuse me. The regular Escalade is $108,000. Oh, okay. That's certainly much more affordable. The CT4 had the biggest rise of 12% to $53,800. Let's look at GMC. The Yukon XL is a nearly $80,000 SUV. The regular Yukon is only a $76,000 SUV. And the Sierra which just was announced in EV form for 2024, Dad, saw a 13% increase in average transaction price for your classic $70,000 price point on your new truck. Buick, the Enclave was the only model to increase in price year over year. A Buick now costs $53,000. There is something wrong yeah there is something <laughs> very wrong all right let's look in the chat here dad and respond to a couple questions okay. matthew says what does this mean for buying a used toyota in one to three months the fact that on the new car side they're cutting their forecast for production i don't think it really means anything you should still be looking for used car deals between now and the end of the year yes um you know certain brands the the used car deals won't be quite as good as other brands and if new car inventory levels are still in short supply for most of your Asian brands, yep. and they are, um, then I would think that um, the used car pricing and the used car deals won't be quite as good for those brands exactly. as, as, say, some of the other brands out there. 
yeah, like still Stellantis Which, products are going to be the cheapest. And, um, but, but that doesn't mean that you, if it doesn't mean that you can't find um, good deals. It just takes patience and persistence. And let's do it. We do it all the time on this show. Let's do a quick, a quick search. Um, let me share the screen. We're going to join YAA.com. And we're going to I, I thought I was for, a member already. We're going we're gonna to look for a Toyota. Let's do a Camry. Let's change this. You need a different browser, damn it. All right. Um, go to the car search, and if that happens, email me. God. All right. So don't buy a Toyota right now. No. If you can if you can find yourself a Toyota. We're actually even starting to see some incentives. We saw that deal. What was it we talked about on Saturday night? Um, man, I, I think that was a RAV4 LE under MSRP. Yeah. No, we're seeing deals. Kristen says, and this is this ties back to what we were talking about earlier. There's a local news report here in Pittsburgh saying car makers are moving to this new model to maximize profits. What you guys have been saying all along. So, there. so since you're from Pittsburgh, that means Jim's going to pay more for these cars. Jim's going to pay more. Yeah. Yes, you are. All right, Dad. And then we have Jim's going to go downtown and get some pop. LMG. I'm interested in a Forerunner in Maryland. Was going to wait till end of the year. Or should I pull the trigger sooner? If you're a cash buyer, <laughs> wait. If you're a finance buyer, pull the trigger. Yeah, uh, you know, because interest rates are just going to continue to go up. The uh, the expected increase on November 3rd from the Fed is another 75 basis points, uh, which uh, ultimately will be translated into uh, higher auto loan interest rates and mortgage interest rates. And I bet you we see credit availability continue to decline as a result of these quarterly earnings where loan loss provisions continue to go up. Banks are going to be well, less likely to want to loan. And, and, and the other thing Land. is... Uh, yeah, and the other thing is, is that is that the amount of applications has been dropping. Number one, which would indicate that there's less demand, and the the uh, um, amount of loan originations has declined, which further indicates that there's the, it, that indicates one of two things: either that there's less demand, or that there's less qualified people trying to finance a vehicle. Um, so you can already see the signs are out there yeah. already that that there is a massive slowdown coming in customer demand for uh, for new and used cars. Yeah, it's the, the it is very clear. And that is why, honestly, now more than any time so far this year, a YAA membership makes sense. Even if you don't become a member and you just use the 60, excuse me, the 90-day car buying program, mm -hmm. you go to joinya.com. We're doing the video consults, but just scroll down. We've got our YAA Plus membership. Till the end of this month, 50% off if you become a YAA Plus member. Read the different success stories. Watch the video here to understand what you're getting yourself into. And then, of course, the car buying program, 60 bucks gets you the three months of help. One-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one consults, the community forum, everything is here at your disposal, not to mention the fact that you can get your insurance, you can sell the car, you can get the warranty. Everything's there back at joinyaa.com. Good resources for you. Now, Pops. Yes. Do we make this a really, you got to be kidding me, or do we not? I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. Um, well, you know, I put something in the really, you got to be kidding me show topics today, but I, I don't remember what, what the heck it was. All right. Give me a second. Let's see. Let's see. What did Pops put in the really, got to be kidding me show topics? Do, 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 scroll down. Do, do, do. <laughs> okay, we'll do this. Is really, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. That is fantastic. Give okay. me a second here. Oh, man, Dad, you did a good job finding this one. Here I we go. And, and we can thank Alex. 
Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. me. Our friend Alex, uh, Alaska Sound guy, he he sent this to me this morning. Pay up GMC Hummer EV taillights cost sixty one hundred dollars to replace. Yeah, it's just a simple. Well, maybe it's not a simple bulb, apparently. Yeah. Holy. Cow. Yeah, you know they are really interesting taillights. They they can they can like show animation and stuff. And and so when you spend that one hundred and twenty or one hundred thirty thousand dollars for your Hummer EV, you know there would be no reason to ever concern yourself with what I don't know the the cost of some replacement parts might be for that overpriced 9,500 pound behemoth that you're driving. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taillight. Uh, yeah. Side taillight. GM confirmed the price to car and driver and explained that each taillight houses a microconductor, semiconductor to control animations and in turn drives up the price. Do you think that you go ahead. They're, they're going to need that microconductor to control the, the customer's animation <laughs> when when the service advisor says oh and by the way that'll be that'll be uh six thousand dollars with all fees yeah do you think a lot of folks recognize how expensive the vehicles they're buying that expensive cadillac right that that new uh escalate do you think they recognize how much they're about to spend over the lifetime of that vehicle and parts no. and labor no but but if 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 things like that i, I mean really you got to be kidding me that, that you know, because you've made animated taillights that to replace one, it's like six grand, um, you know, with labor and parts and everything. I mean, that, that's that, it doesn't get stupider than that. Okay. It just doesn't. And that goes to that old saying, I remember, uh, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupid. Okay. So apparently most of these engineers are men and so men go to jupiter to get more stupider okay to uh to to, to create well yeah we gotta have a six thousand dollar taillight i mean who wouldn't want a six thousand dollar tail he's got the right question what's it cost to insure a hummer ev we work with all the major carriers so we don't yes. write insurance policies ourselves we work for the carriers i would be curious to see what insuring a hummer ev actually costs i've got to imagine thousand dollars a month at least I, I, who knows but it's just the whole the whole idea yeah. behind all this is just so far-fetched in my mind that that and i'm going to say this in a manner that i probably shouldn't but but it's so far-fetched in my mind that a we would piss away so much money to be able to say i bought a hummer ev and then actually since I've pissed away that much money, I don't care how much more money I have to piss away to own it when stuff breaks. I, I you know, there, there, there is a, the level of stupidity in this country is, if it's not at an all-time high, it's certainly trying to get there. Um, <laughs> the, at a certain point, we just, we just have to look around and go, what, what are we doing? Why? How does this possibly make any sense? Can't we can't we come up with better ways for people to spend money that that aren't so transient that 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 would allow them to to really have um, a major impact in their life? Other than saying, yeah, I just spent a quarter of a million dollars so I could drive a Hummer EV. <laughs> Dad, don't say that word. Find a different goal, but then if you finance it for 120 months, then you're fine. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. You know, because you're going to 
first of all, you're going to need to finance the taillight replacement <laughs> for, for 10 years, for goodness sake. All right. We're calling it a show there for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes. Noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. I hope that you feel better. We're going to end three minutes early so you can get tea in your system yes. more quickly. Okay. Yes. That's the plan. Sound okay. good? Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, we will be back here. Come hell or high water. <laughs> Tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use. It's last week for the promo. So please, yeah. if you're going to join YA, yes. do it this week, 50% off. Thank yes. you, Pops. Now through next Monday. See you guys. Yep. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you, everybody. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. <laughs>